This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. I want to put the spotlight, first of all, on a problem over the weekend in Newcastle. The former Down Gaelic football star, Gregory McCartan, he has apologised for his actions at a loyalist band parade and he says he regrets the entire thing. And we'll explain in a moment what he is regretting. He says, apologies to anyone who took offence. Lesson learned should never have happened. Alcohol, no excuse. I want to speak to the MLA one of the MLAs for the area, uh, Jim Wells, who was at the Loyalist uh, Band Parade. Uh, Jim Wells, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Uh, You might like to remind us of what uh, Gregory McCartan is apologising for, Jim. Well, you know, Frank, I was at the parade and I heard the tail end of Mr. McCartan's comments. And basically, uh, there was a a parade, uh, uh, the Star of Down parade through Newcastle. Very peaceful. Otherwise, uh, lots of people in the town spending money and enjoying the bands. Uh, And Mr. McCartan uh, stood outside a a local hotel and shouted up the ra and uh, pro-IRA slogans and and hurled uh, curses at... uh, um, uh, some of the band members. Now, um, to be honest, very few people could hear him because of the wind, but he didn't, bizarrely, put his uh, contribution onto his Twitter account and actually broadcast it for everyone to see. I've never come across someone being incriminated by their own video before. Now, obviously, what happened, he, he reveled in all the praise that he received for many hours afterwards, and all the nationalist Republicans of South Down were tweeting to say what a brave man he was and supporting him. Yeah, well, I should, I should interrupt you there, Jim. I should have, we've got to, keep it, got to keep it absolutely accurate. All, all the nationalists and Republicans in South Down would not have been supporting him, but some people from some people from South Down did weigh in to say, "Well done, Greg." They did. They did. Sorry, Franklin. What the point is that it was only after thirty-six hours later, when he was rumbled and members of the loyalist community started to see the video, that he suddenly became contrite and apologised for what he did. And uh, so, therefore, he was. He apologised because he got caught 
rather apologise because he was genuinely sorry. Now, he had an opportunity to come on to your programme this morning. I understand you did invite him. And I think what he should have done is come on to your programme, explain his actions and apologise profusely, not just to the few people who may have been offended, but to the members of the band and the organisers of the parade. Because this could have started quite an ugly incident. Because remember, the bulk of the people in Newcastle on Saturday night were from the loyalist community. And, you know, had the band reacted, and they didn't, and I have to applaud the way that they refused to, to to react to the provocation. But had they reacted, we could have had quite a serious incident here in Newcastle, and which would have taken the, the sort of the shine off the parade. And this sort of action, I'm afraid, takes us back to to to, to, to difficult days. And Mr. McCartan should know better, particularly given the fact that he's a sort of a, a local sporting, uh, I was going to say, star uh, in some people's eyes. Yes, he is. He is a, a footballer with a fine reputation for what he achieved as an all-star footballer. There's no question or doubt about that. He has, uh, I'm sure, diluted the esteem in which he is held by his actions on uh, Saturday night, and he's apologised for for that in in a state of drunkenness and indeed possibly still in a state of drunkenness when he was contributing to Twitter afterwards. Would you would you not accept that? I accept that, Frank, but of course sometimes people reveal their true character when they're under the influence of, of alcohol. He certainly wasn't under the influence 36 hours later when he was still revelling in the praise from some uh, of the Republican community in South Down. But remember, Frank, he's still very much associated with uh, Down GAA. In fact, two weeks ago, he was lauded at uh, Croke Park as part of the All-Ireland Down team, which won uh, the Sam Maguire Cup 25 years ago. Uh, um, so therefore, and I understand he's also invo- still involved actively in the GA, both in County Down and in London. So therefore, you know, the GAA have to answer a few questions here. Now, Frank, you covered a few months ago an event where a lady with a Northern Ireland supporters top was seen drunk shouting sectarian comments about Roman Catholics at an event, I believe, in West Tyrone. Now, the IFA reacted very strongly and banned that lady from attending matches. Now, I see this as a direct parallel here. Both were drunk, both let down their sports profoundly. And I think the GA should take action against Mr. McCartan. And I'm absolutely confident they won't because they refuse to, to answer every letter I've sent to the County Down Board in my 21 years as, a, as an MLA. Though I'm taking this up with the, the, uh, the Ulster Secretary, Mr. McAvoy and Armagh, because I think something should be done to make it clear that leading sportsmen should not behave like this. Yeah, you did say there that you um, have not had your letters answered when you raise issues with the GAA. Would it also be fair to, to say, Jim, however, that you have refused invitations from the GAA to to attend events that they've invited you to? I, I don't attend sporting events on a Sunday, Frank, it's as simple as that. Um, uh, I but the, always, many, I of them are, many of them are on Saturdays, many of them are on, that, on that Monday nights have, or Tuesday nights. Yeah, fast spoken have been Sunday events. I wouldn't attend a soccer, cricket, uh, football event on a Sunday. Usually, you know, mm-hmm. a, a block booker at uh, Windsor Park for Northern Ireland. I forfeit my right to watch, for instance, the recent match against Belarus and the one against Norway. I, I wouldn't go because it was on a Sunday. Uh, but also, I feel that until the down GA at least give me the respect 
of acknowledging my letters, which I never do, about so many issues that have emerged about the behaviour of GA supporters in Southdown, I don't believe that I, I, I should be attending any other events. And you're aware of the, you know, the, the Great Escape celebrating the Mays prison uh, outbreak, uh, which was held at the GA club. Uh, Wolf-tone-type concerts where people are shouting up IRA slogans and broadcasting on Twitter and Facebook. You know, this is not tolerable in, in this day and age. And the IFA showed that they're not going to tolerate it as far as soccer fans are concerned. So why on earth should the GAA turn a blind eye to something that's taking us back to a past that we want to, to forget? Uh, you know, back to a, a sectarian, uh, you know, anti-Protestant ethos that's sometimes exhibited by people when they have a bit of drink in them. And we need, to, we need to put this to bed and we need to take stern action against anyone who's involved in it. And the fact that Mr. McCartan isn't prepared to come on your programme this morning uh, and speak to thousands of people and be honest and say, look, A, it happened because I was drunk. B, it was totally wrong. And most importantly, it'll never happen again. I think that's important because people in South Down apparently look up to this gentleman because of his sporting success. He won an All-Ireland in 1994. So therefore, he has a responsibility to set the tone for the community. And going back to London and not dealing with legitimate concerns, I think it's a very retrograde step. Part of the reason that he may have refused the invitation to come on this programme may be down to the fact that you've called on the PSNI to take action. And when the police become involved, uh, people do take legal advice. Well, the, well, yes, but there's no there's no charges here yet, uh, uh, Frank. Uh, therefore, he's perfectly at liberty, and I think it would certainly help his situation if he went public and not only just issued a statement, but faced up to the music. And you would have given them a fair and balanced interview. I mean, I've known you for years, and you would have given them exactly the same time as me and given them an opportunity to, to address my criticisms and put his part of the story. Uh, and, you know, he, he, he's very fortunate that the as a hill were so disciplined that they didn't react. I remember this band included uh, very young people, you know, people, uh, you know, early teens and even younger in the band. And he's so, so lucky that they exercised discipline and kept marching and didn't react because in any other situation they could well have have. And he was heavily outnumbered. And so he was fortunate that between the band and the marshals, there wasn't an incident here. There was no thanks to Mr. McCartan. And I could say this was an isolated incident, Frank, because I was in the town and there were a lot of visitors, a lot of pubs and chip shops and all doing a rowing trade. And what I would say is that apart from this incident, it was a very enjoyable night. 29 bands present. As one previously, the previous night in Bambridge, where there were 90 bands present. And it was a, a wonderful uh, display of orange culture, which brought money to the town, brought thousands of visitors in. And that's the way it should be. We should tolerate each other and not start shouting pro-IRA slogans as young boys passing on a band parade. Yeah, and a couple of things that should be added to that. The band did act with great dignity when they were provoked. They did. And the band also liaised with the Catholic Church in relation to the Mass in Newcastle that evening for the timing of the parade. Am I right That's on that? That's right, Frank. Yes, you're right, Frank. You're very obviously very well briefed. The, the, the Star of Down band 
about 10 years ago, reached agreement with the local Roman Catholic Church that the parade would not start until the last person who was attending Sunday night mass had left the precincts of the church. And that was a, a good working relationship that's been established with the church because the band didn't want to interfere with people's right to worship. Secondly, there's no flags or bunting put up for this parade. And thirdly, they liaise very closely with the police to ensure that everything is done under the instructions of the marshals and the parade ends at a time that doesn't cause disruption to the town. I'm also going to say the band parade is held deliberately in September rather than July and August so it doesn't disrupt trade to army at one of our major tourist attractions in Newcastle. So the band has behaved impeccably and those who participated. And all we ask is that the community in Newcastle either come out and enjoy and support the parade or if it's not their cup of tea that they just <laughs> sit at home or sit in their, in their local bars or hotels and ignore it. So therefore I think it's retrograde that after the 10 years hard work by the band to try and you know build up a good community spirit around this parade that Mr McCartan decides to try and destroy this. And I think in hindsight he realised that he's made a very bad mistake but he needs to go a wee bit further than issuing a statement from London. And, and finally, uh, Jim, because we did touch on it there, you have been invited by the Gaelic Athletic Association to attend events. They, they do reach out uh, a welcoming arm to you when events are happening in your neck of the woods. Hundreds of them, uh, Frank. But of course, they do issue those to all the district councillors and the MLAs. Um, uh, and the MP, who I noticed has been very quiet about this, this incident, Mr. Hazard, once again has been hiding behind his computer and has not issued a statement condemning this behaviour by Mr. McGarten. That would be true to form for him. But I mean, the takes two on this uh, situation, uh, Frank, uh, they need to start. Uh, reacting to my my letters. I'm the only unionist MLA now for South Down. I frequently get complaints about the behaviour of certain GAA members and I think it's only right that they recognise my existence. Can I say other sporting bodies in South Down uh, couldn't be more fastidious in responding to me about any concerns I have uh, but the GAA are noticeable by their absence. It seems to be an issue with the County Down Board who just refused to recognise that I even exist. Uh, and th- therefore, I, I will certainly not be attending any of their events when I'm treated like this. But secondly, I do emphasise the fact that I, I just do not support organised sporting events on the Sunday. I have better things to do with my time with my family and church activities. And therefore, I won't be there and I'll never be there. And I think it is it's sad that you know, the GA seems to spend so much of its time playing sport on a Sunday and sometimes disturbing settled communities by doing so because of the crowd they attend. So I think it's a, it's a bit of a dark day for Newcastle. I think Mr McCartan, who I have no doubts listening to this interview from afar, will reflect and maybe do the right thing and go on to your show because you're compared to some of, the, some of the interviewers that I've faced in recent weeks, Frank, you are very mild and balanced and therefore he would get a fair hearing from you and I understand because of your ethos from South Down, you understand the situation better than most. So therefore I urge him to take up your invitation, which I know has been made to him. And secondly, I think he should contact the band, which is the Pride of the Hill band in Rafferland. I can provide him with the appropriate address and apologise profusely for what he did to them. And I think that is the way forward. I'm not, I'm not holding my breath, by the way.
Uh, but in the meantime, the door, that welcoming door from the Gaelic Athletic Association that would be directed towards Jim Wales, who obviously finds the GAs to be a, being a problem in, in his community. You're, you're not prepared to, to step through that, even, even in an era when the, the British Army has a, a GAA team or the PSNI have a GAA team or Her Majesty the Queen has been to Croke Park or her portrait hangs in GAA headquarters or the Duke of Edinburgh received a hurling stick as a special special gift. You, you're, you're not prepared to take any form of step. Well, I understand even Thailand has a GA team. I found that out the other night. What I would say, Frank, when they start to give me the courtesy of recognising that I exist uh, and by actually agreeing to meet me to discuss the huge concerns I have about what has been going on in some of their clubhouses in recent months, until they do that, I'm certainly not going to uh, respond. I do respond in the sense I do send an apology uh, to these inv- invitations, but certainly I, I, I want to see the GAA uh, given me uh, my position as the MLA for 25 years uh, in the constituency, and they have never, ever met me once in 25 years, and they have never invited me to meet them in 25 years, and have never acknowledged any letter I've sent them in 25 years. That is no way to treat someone who's been the MLA for the area for 25 years. And well, well in, fairness, in fairness, Jim, they, they have they have invited you to events. They, they, they have invited yes. you to, to events. There's, there's no question about that. And it's, a, it's a, an association that is literally good enough for the Queen, but it's not good enough for Jim Wales. Yeah, but... So sadly, Frank, it's an association that hasn't got one member of the unionist community involved at any level. And if, the question I'd have to ask you, Frank, if soccer or rugby in South Down did not have a single Roman Catholic participant, supporter, or, or person interested in the sport, there would be very significant questions asked. The second question to ask, had it but, been... Jim, Jim on that, on the, let's take them one at a time. On that, when people join the Gaelic yeah. Athletic Association, they're, they're not asked what, what religion they are. They're not asked which political party they they, they prefer to vote for. They're, they're not asked which village they, they, they come from and whether or not they are welcome in, a, in a, another community. We're talking about a, an organisation here, Jim, which had 83,000 fans at the final on Saturday night. 83,000 fans. For the women's final on Sunday, 53,000 fans. Now, there's oh, 80 and 50, whatever that is, 100,000. Mm. 80 and 50s, 130 odd thousand people watched two matches over the space of one weekend. The last night in Newry, there were 4,000 people watching two clubs play. There were 25,000 people watched club football in down, in down alone over, over yeah. this weekend. I, you know, I'm just looking at the GAA website here of the sponsors who are queuing up to sponsor the GAA. Super Value, Centra Ireland, Bushmills, Kellogg's, First Trust Bank, Ulster Bank, Bank of Ireland, LucasAid Sport, Craig of Concrete, Linwoods, Canal Court Hotel, AIG, Vodafone, Guinness, the light, it goes on and on and on. Yeah, they, couldn't yeah, all, they couldn't all be wrong, Jim. But Frank, equally, someone who asked to join a rugby or soccer team in South Down, or football team, are not asked the religion either. But we know that they are genuinely cross-community. But the question is, if they had all been from the Protestant community, there'd be very serious questions asked uh, by people as to why this has happened. The, the GA is still a cold house for the Protestant community, and when it allows things 
to happen in clubhouses, which no unionist could contemplate, and then refuse to do anything about them, then there has to be issues of concern here. And remember, this is an institution that gets large amounts, millions of pounds of taxpayers' money, yet uh, you know, a large proportion of those taxpayers' money couldn't, people could not have anything to do with the sport because of its, the baggage that it has. And it needs to address issues which makes it such a cold house. And I said, I make the challenge again. Yeah, but, but Jim, Jim you, 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 yeah. Are, you are sounding like an isolated voice here because I've given you examples of how many people embrace the GAA, how many groups oh, and no. organisations embrace it, how, how, how from the Queen down it's embraced, but it's not embraced by you. And maybe, oh. maybe and I'm, I'm sure your experience last Saturday night with Mr McCartan uh, is negative, understandably negative and totally unacceptable. But I'm not talking about one drunk person standing shouting abuse in the street. I'm talking about the Gaelic Athletic Association raising its arms towards you to say, Jim, come and have a closer look. There's, there, there's, a, there's a welcome to you. I, I'll personally take you to a football match. Would you, would you accept that on a Saturday night? No, I wouldn't, Frank. Uh, but what I would say to you is, well, counterbalancing that, for instance, was the Great Escape event, celebrating the Mays Prison Escape, in which a person died, which was held in a GA club in South Down, or a Wolf Tone-type concert was held, where they visited each other shouting IRA songs, where, where the, the hunger strike events are regularly held in GA clubs. Now, if that was happening in soccer or rugby clubs, there'd be uproar. And, and secondly, Frank, had there been a prominent soccer our football, our rugby player standing, screaming at a Republican parade, would he still be involved in the sport today? He certainly would not. He'd be out in his ear. And, and the GAA needs to show very clearly that it will not tolerate this sectarian behaviour, which is so prevalent in South Down in so many clubs. That has to be dealt with. But secondly, they need to start answering my letters. Yeah. And that's how, I mean... And even the other organisations... Jim, I'm quite sure your letters will be, will be answered considering now you've made this call on the radio this morning. And I also need to emphasise that being someone from South Down, you've made reference there to sectarianism being prevalent in South Down in GAA circles. I invite you again to come and look at GAA clubs in South Down to see what they're doing with children from under eights through to senior yeah. level. The, con- the, contribution, society, the contribution they're making to society and the doors are open to everyone to come and yeah. join the club. Frank, there is no restriction or no ban whatsoever on anyone of any persuasion, any ethnicity, any religion joining the Gaelic Athletic Association. Those are simply the facts. Frank, the, the doors are open to a very whole, very cold house for the Protestant Unionist and others community. A very cold house. And the GA has to ask themselves after a hundred years, why is it that so few, if any, of the Protestant community feel comfortable at, uh, attending their events and participating in their culture. Okay. That's, 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 okay. that's what okay. needs to be done, and that's the uncomfortable question they have to ask. Okay, Jim, Jim, thank you. Uh, I'll ask the question, is it Jim who feels uncomfortable, or is it Protestants per se who feel uncomfortable? And, uh, you know, why on earth are all those companies queuing up to sponsor this fine association. This is not in any way uh, taking away from the uh, really totally unacceptable behaviour of one former footballer last Saturday night. And we emphasise again how dignified the band were in the face of provocation.